You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi, Chip. Hi. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. It's really Thursday. Trick I know. (laughs) (laughs) But the people are listening to this on a Friday. Yeah, it will be live on a Friday. Live on Friday night. I mean, morning. What? Friday, Friday night morning. Friday morning live. Yeah. Whenever you're listening, I hope that you're having a Friday experience. Let's say that. A a holiday Friday at that. Oh, right. A long weekend. You know, I feel as though we could all use a long weekend. Yes. I need a weekend in general. I've been traveling so much. Like, this is my first weekend that I'm home in weeks. So I plan on being fairly lazy, although I am going to come over to your house and uh, pressure wash. Pressure wash. I'm just so excited. The things we get excited about at this age. (laughs) (laughs) It's like pop and zits. You're going to, I'm going to teach you how to do it and then you're going to be obsessed. You're going to buy buy your own pressure washer. Well, you know, we really do like to bring you guys a lot of joy, but it's been a really heavy week here in America. I know some of our listeners are not even here. And like, honestly, Good for y'all. I just feel like our country is like a fucking mess. We're a but mess. I feel like the whole the whole world is talking about it. So it's not like yeah. they're, you know, it it really it's just such a shame. Like I I woke up yesterday morning and I doom scrolled for a minute on Instagram and I was like, I just want to go back to bed. Like no, because I it's like it feels like such a big problem and nobody is. Nobody in a, a position of power is truly stepping up and just getting something done. I, I feel know. like if there were a company that was this just like in shambles, it would either go out of business or someone would have to step up and be like, this is what we're doing. Everyone fall in line. Can America go out of business? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> do we Empire- need to go. Do we need to file bankruptcy right now? I mean, empire like the Roman Empire fell, you know, like empires yeah. fail, like, and well, I it's, just, it's that I'm, interesting thing where it's like I feel like Americans for so many years we've been this like arrogant country that's just like, oh, America, you know, we're so great, and we don't, we're the country that doesn't know anything about other countries. They all know so much. They all speak multiple languages, and we're the assholes who only speak English, just like that kind of shit. And then all of a sudden, we're really showing our true colors here and that we do not have shit figured out. And honestly, it feels like we're like a teenager country that is trying to act like adults that doesn't know what the hell is going on. And we're imploding, like literally imploding. You guys somehow live under a rock and have escaped this news. We're talking about... um, There was a massive school shooting this week in Texas, and a kid turned 18, went and bought an assault rifle, and then went two assault rifles. Two assault rifles, went straight to a school and just started shooting. And there's a lot more to He shot his grandmother before. Did you know this? I didn't Mm -hmm. even know that part until today. I was reading about it. 
Um, but it's sort of like what you said in the reading and everything, you do have to really guard your energy because it's very overwhelming. And if this was the first problem that I think we had undergone in the last couple of years, it would be like, okay, here we go. This is the thing we got to focus on. This is a real problem here. But this is like one of the things like we have so many issues, it feels like, and it it just keeps piling on top of each other. And so it's extremely overwhelming. It's a very helpless feeling. There's a hopeless feeling that I've been getting of just like, I want to do something. I want there to be change. There has to be change. Like to me, it's not even an option anymore, but it's so hard to know where you can even start or how you can help or what you can do. Yeah. I mean, it's the, the thing that really sucks is, um, I mean, aside from the carnage, because that's a whole nother when level. It, the kids piece of it is what sets me over the edge. I just, yeah. it's devastating. I mean, where, where, where are the parents that were screaming about their kids having to wear a mask in school? Like I would be livid if my child was having to do, uh, you know, armed, you know, gunman drills. It's like, right. I, the stress that that must put on a child, the stress, like say I've, I've seen some, some posts that are like, you know, we can take, this is how much it would cost to put armed veterans at the entrance of every school in America. And it's like, but also why can't we just go by, uh, you know how stressed out I get when I walk by an armed guard at the airport. Right. Why is that the first solution here? Like there's so many other steps that could be taken in my opinion. The other piece of this is like, there is the huge issue that we have with gun laws that other countries have changed their laws. And obviously it has made a huge impact. They're not having these issues. So I'm kind of like, uh, other than people making a lot of money off of this, like give me one good reason that we should not be changing shit. And that that's where it gets very twisted and convoluted and really fucking gross. It's really gross. Um, but the other piece is this bigger issue that I really feel like is magnified in a bunch of the different scenarios in our culture right now. And that is our mental health and not like mental health. Like people are so sick and twisted that they would go do this. And this guy is like, so off his rocker. I actually think it is basic mental health. And we've become so removed from love, inner love, family love like we're just literally so disconnected as humans and so maybe it's this shooter maybe it's like all these other things happening in our world the arguments that we're like we're so fucking divided on and can't listen to people anymore or communicate like we have no skills as human beings it feels like like it is just literally we're missing it we are so missing it and so it's like if you don't have that in line we can make gun laws and stuff too, which I think we need to, but like there's going to be other issues because we're not dealing with the root problem here. Right. Right. Well, I mean, the truth is, is that problem. I I saw someone post the other day, like mental health problems exist around the world, Right. but mass shootings are only a problem in the U S I know. That's why it's both. I don't think it's like one or the other. I think we have both issues greatly being magnified, like I said, and we got to look at all of it. Right. But, but the, the argument for those who are like, um, you know, would, would die on the sword of the second amendment, which by the way, I think we should protect the second amendment. I, but I think it should be read correctly. And it's not just this all encompassing thing. That's like a free for all. Like it was first of all, written at a time when muskets were the gun of choice and you could shoot like two bullets a minute. And now you can shoot like 45. Like, why do we need assault reference to me? I'm just like, we don't, what, we don't. What, 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 what are we doing here? We don't. Why is an 18 year old able to just walk in and buy an assault rifle? Right. What in the actual fuck? <laughs> like, well, literally. especially when you look at the regulations that are put on women that want to get an abortion and you know, like you have to see a psychiatrist and you have to wait weeks and you've got all of these things, but you can just go buy a gun. Anyone could just go buy a gun at a certain age. Like it's insanity to me. Um, you know, I think I, 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 I joke, but I'm like not joking. Like, I feel like there is a, a loophole for all the people that are like, you don't, you can't take our guns. It does not mention anywhere in the um, second amendment bullets. It doesn't mention ammunitions. It mentions arms. Mm. And, you know, why don't we regulate bullets? Make them really expensive. Like, wouldn't you think 
twice about like firing a bullet that costs you a hundred dollars. Yeah. You know, it's like, I look, I do think people should have the right to bear arms and protect their families and protect our, their homes. But I just think that there needs to be better regulation. It can't be a free for all. I also think the cat's out of the bag in our country. And there's so there's more guns in our country than there are people. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, that to me feels like an insurmountable problem to solve. Um, that said, when there was a mass shooting in New Zealand or Australia, Australia or New Zealand, I can't remember, they changed their gun laws and they haven't had a mass shooting. Right. Since, this is what you know? I'm saying. And they, and they bought back. They had a buyback program. So it was voluntary. I posted something the I other saw day. That. A lot uh, of people are posting about the buyback stuff here. Yeah, it's like a good start. Voluntary. It's yeah. a great start. You know, like that's no one taking your guns. That's somebody saying, I, you're, there's value to that. If you don't have a need for it, we'll take it off of your hands and dispose of it properly. Right. Um, because a gun that's sitting there unused is also a gun that could be stolen by a thief, could be accidentally um, engaged by a child. You know, well, there's this so is like many things. The other thing, they have the capabilities now to have like the fingerprint activation, all that stuff. Like, why is that not more? I just don't understand. Like, I think I'm literally, I'm not a gun person. But, like, I'm just literally baffled by the whole thing. Like, it does not make sense. And then the only thing that makes sense is that certain people are making a shit ton of money. And so it keeps going. And that is where I just get really disgusted by everything. But, um, again, though, I was reading about, I think, some of the gun regulation stuff, like, if you do want to help and participate in that, like posting about the buyback thing is a really good thing to do. I also think there's certain um, organizations. The one that I have donated to since the Vegas shooting that a bunch of our friends are at is called Everytown. And um, we, I actually was talking to another friend that this will be on the podcast next week with Melody Godfrey. But she told me that Everytown's really good because even if you don't have the money to donate or you don't, because I know funds are really tight for a lot of people right now, um, they have forms you can fill out that automatically send things to your government. And so um, it's really easy. If you don't have money to donate right now, that's something you could do to contribute and do your part, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, there's also the Moms Against Gun Violence. I might be saying the name wrong on that, so don't quote me, but Glennon Doyle did a podcast that was really, really great and very informative about some of the gun laws, why things aren't changing why all of this, you know, hasn't been changed. Sandy Hook was a decade ago, by the way, and nothing has changed. Nothing that has is changed. where I get really sick at my stomach. Um, but that podcast is up right now. And if you guys want more information on what the laws actually are, who to go to to try to get changes made, and other organizations that are really working hard, the Moms Against Gun Violence is one of them. Um, it's all in that podcast. So I do recommend going to listen to those things as well. Did I lose you, Chip? No, no, <laughs> I, was just, I, I was just writing down some notes and thoughts. <laughs> um, but the uh, the big thing that I was just reading about was like this kid. And this is what I just, this is an overall feeling that I've had for a really long time. But probably since COVID, I think it really, really got amplified Um, And this has been happening in our country for even longer than that. But I think it's just like so overwhelmingly everywhere. But like this kid, when you read about him, you know, like he, I guess he had a really bad lisp and he like, he was kind of a loner in school, but he got really bullied really bad. And he was going into school every day, either isolating or getting in fights. So like, it's not like the signs aren't there, right? But I think it goes back to this thing that I've been saying for a while. Like we keep acting like human beings aren't human beings. And so if we keep putting this pressure on people, like you just need to take it. This is what I argued really bad with the Will Smith thing. Like, and nobody got what I was trying to say. Not nobody, but like a lot of people were like, well, violence is never the answer. No fucking shit, y'all. Like, I get it. I don't, do you think violence is the answer here? But like, There's a reason it's happening. And if we don't start looking at what we need to do as humans to be better to each other and to help each other and love each other, I don't see that like this kind of stuff um, goes away. I really don't. And I don't see that the arguing and the fighting goes away. Like I do think it's a bigger issue of how we treat people and what we're bringing to the table externally, like not just caring about ourselves. 
Right. You know, like right. being better people, treating people like with respect and kindness, whether you like them or agree with them or not. It's just like there's no right. need to be mean and angry and volatile and like spread hate. Like not to, to not to simplify it, but that is truly a major thing happening here. We don't know what's going on in people's houses. So like all you can do is, I mean, I, I think like a simple thing to do, like smiling is like, you don't fucking know that could change the whole narrative for somebody's day. Right. Yeah. You can never know what is going on in someone's mind. Um, and we, we can't expect people that are constantly beat down to not break at some point. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm not saying anybody has the excuse to do this. No, like, this, is, obviously, this is an extreme reaction to whatever exactly. was happening in his life. But, but it's happening everywhere. Yeah. This is exactly what happened with Will Smith. You poke, you poke, you poke, and we just go, well, he's a celebrity. He needs to take it. Or this is, you know, it's like it's happening all over right now with arguments about abortion and um, women's bodies or politics and COVID and mask and all this stuff. And it's like, okay, it is fine to have an opinion and it is great to go do things to, you know, fight the cause you fight or whatever. But can we change the way that we're treating each other? Because it is showing itself to be a huge issue, like yeah. a huge one. And humans, yeah. I don't care who you are, you have feelings and we need connection. We're wired for connection. And so I just, it makes me sad because I just feel like we're like, oh, we want to write it off. Like this kid had mental issues. Well, he did. He did. Yeah. And there was probably a contributing factor of how he was being treated at his house and schools and all this stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and look, I think none of us are sitting here on our high horse. We've all done things incorrectly and, and hurt yeah. people. But I think the point is, is that like, we need to all take a deep breath and recognize what we're contributing What's to the issue? downfall of our society. Yeah. I mean, we've got, we've gotten to a point now where like polit politics is so, um, ingrained in everything like now every issue is political i know you know it's um and it's about like right versus wrong and every like it doesn't matter what side of the line you're on you think you're right and um that like look opi opinions are exactly that they are opinions they are not facts mm -hmm. um and we I, we've gotten to a point in our society where like everyone believes that their opinion is the truth Mm -hmm. And that's just, we not can't the case. listen to the other side at all. Yeah. It's just not the case. We all have to like, be willing to like hear a different point of view and shit. That's how we grow and change. And like, uh, you know, it's like, if we all think that we're right, we're wrong. <laughs> you know, it's just, yeah. um, it's, it's, it's really saddening because it's such an overwhelmingly massive problem now, mm -hmm. but I don't know that there's any coming back. I just don't, I, I feel like our society is just broken. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I, I don't know that there's a solution and it makes me really sad. Um, so, you know, I do think that those of us who choose kindness need to continue to make a concerted, a concerted effort to put as much kindness in the world, because I do think that love and kindness is really the only thing that's going to save us, mm -hmm. you know? And I know that sounds really hippy dippy, but it's like, I, mean, I don't think going and screaming at, at the other side and like trying to just get them to change their opinion is the way because I know as I sit here and I drop F-bombs because I'm so in, mad <laughs> in either direction. Though, look, I think we can be angry, I'm angry. frustrated I'm really and all angry, of those yeah. things, but like it doesn't, I don't think it does any good to be like to direct that anger at people. Like you can, you can be angry and voice your opinion and, um, but I just like, I just feel like we're all yelling at each other on, on, uh, on Instagram and Facebook and all this shit. And it's like not doing anything. Like it's not doing anything. That's when I, when I saw the, the, the gun buyback thing that I think it was Sacramento did, like, it was just a light bulb moment. Like, wait a minute, this mm -hmm. is simple. Like suddenly I felt a little peace in my heart because I'm like, that's a local thing. Like starting yeah. small is the way to like this, that's cause the way a to tidal wave yeah. to make something big. The UPS man is coming, so my dog's about to lose their mind. So I'm gonna mute my thing so you can talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me get a thought. Uh <laughs> 
If you know anything about me, you know I am a massive creature of comfort. It is one of my top priorities in life to make my surroundings comfortable at all times. So when I found Cozy Earth, I quickly scooped up all of the luxurious bedding and loungewear that I could. It felt very on brand for me, but then I went on a trip with a girlfriend not too long ago where she could not stop commenting on how cute and comfy my pajamas were, which then made me realize they may also be my new favorite travel companion as well. Guys, I am not kidding when I say you will experience unmatched softness and smoothness with all of Cozy Earth's products. The temperature-regulating bamboo joggers and pullover crew add comfort and a touch of style to any travel ensemble, and their bedding comes in the most adorable totes, making it a super easy gift to give anyone. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code VELVETSEDGE at the checkout for an exclusive 35% off and let them know we sent you when you're at the checkout. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-errands pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Yeah, I mean, we could go on and on for days. And it's interesting you said the hippy-dippy thing because I've been feeling that a lot. Like, I posted on my Instagram. I did a psilocybin journey about a year ago with a shaman. And I finally (laughs) talked about it publicly, which was uh, a new, you know, maybe people would have different varying thoughts about it or opinions, like you said. But for me, it was a very healing, spiritual experience, experience. And... Well, last week, it's sort of weird when you do something like that, like certain things will trigger the memories and it's awesome because it takes your body right back to that feeling of peace and happiness and love. And like, um, the big thing that I got was like, none of the bullshit that I really worry about on the day to day is the actual thing. Like all that really matters is love. And I felt immense love and coming out of that, even for people who had caused me harm, like I didn't want them on my journey anymore, but I could look at them and say, you know, thank you for the experience. I send you off with love and light. Like it was just a very freeing, freeing feeling. Um, and I've been thinking a lot about that this last week. And and I don't want to be hippy dippy or accused of that or whatever, I guess either. Or maybe I do. I don't know. Um, but it's it's not really. It's like getting back to the basic human needs to me. And I think that we've gotten so wrapped up in this like, you know, capitalistic culture and all these things and like self just furthering yourself and the focus on like our egos have just been driving the show. And I'm saying this as a person that has completely participated, contributed all of the things. But I think that what we're being asked right now is just this. It's like, hey, this shit is right in front of us. Like we cannot deny it anymore. You can. But like. It's just going to keep reappearing and showing itself in different ways. It's it's shown us that now. So, like, we have to pay attention. And what we're being asked is to change the way we've been living. And I think that, like, all of these different facets, the arguments, the divisiveness, the shootings, the uh, violence in general, like, the violence against Black people, it is, like, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. And if we don't change the narrative to stop thinking just about ourselves and furthering our own lives and think in a bigger, greater whole of how to love each other because we're all connected, it isn't going to change. You're right. And we're just going to keep existing in this world that, I mean, we might as well just build an ark or something because, like, Noah's coming. Like, (laughs) this shit, we're we're done. Like, the universe is going to, if you know, like, I think it just will clean us out in some capacity because it's too toxic. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's, you know, when I was referencing like watching an empire <laughs> fall, like I fear that that's what we're witnessing right now, you know? And yeah. Um, and, you know, uh, there's a whole lot of like wanting things to be the way that they used to be. And I just like, I, I don't think, think such so. such an antiquated um, way of thinking. Like the only way forward is forward and change is good, but it's got to be for the greater good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, it's, I, t- I hear so many people just like arguing for themselves. Like mm-hmm. it sounds so selfish and it's, we have to, we have to think about community and our neighbors and um, you know, what, what makes America amazing in particular, what makes the world amazing is how different we all are, you know? And it's like, we got to stop like leading with fear and lead with love. And yeah. Um, I know it's, I totally agree. Accept, accept the beauty and the differences. It's what makes like life really have flair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I, you know, my, my heart is broken for, not just the families that lost lost loved ones, but just for society in general. Like yeah, it's too. a really scary place. Like there's so much uncertainty. There's um, no security, no safety. Other those are other basic human needs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, I I I I hope that um, there are some people working behind the scenes with real solutions. Um, mm-hmm. But I do think it's the one way to like ease some of our stress is to stop thinking that we have to fix the whole world at once, you know, start in your home, start in your backyard, start in your local communities and see Uh what you can change there. And, you know, hopefully it can, you can create a groundswell, inspire, you know, other communities nearby to do the same thing. Something I've been doing every day. And I mean, you guys can think I'm cheesy, but (laughs) this really has changed the way every day goes for me. Um, because, you know, like, I think the last couple of years, I've talked about it really openly on here. They've been really hard, like, really hard. And I've had my whole world has changed. But I can get really down and, like, stuck in that still or victimized, you know, like, oh, this isn't fair. Or I can um, get out of myself for a second and see what I can do for someone else. And so the simplest thing that changes your entire day, literally, is if you ask someone how they are and actually wait for the real answer. Right. Like you're not just like, hey, how are you? Good. And keep walking or whatever. But I've been asking either like sometimes I'll ask a random person in a grocery store, like when I'm checking out, like, how are you today? And if they say good, I'm like, great. Well, what's so great about your day? Like inquiring further. And I swear to God, if you saw people's faces when you inquire, they're like so taken aback at first. But also every single time I walk away and the person, you can tell, it's like they have a different light in their eyes because they just connected with another human. And that's all that we, that's all any of us really actually want is to feel seen and heard and connected. Yeah. And if you do that, even call one of your friends you haven't talked to or just anybody and do that, it will change your day too. And I just wonder if we all started operating with a different mentality of like, how can I serve others in, in most, you know, in most moments, um, what would happen in our own lives? Like it just changes everything. You're not so angry. You're not so scared. You feel more secure. The little things don't matter. And I just think that that is another like really important thing to pay attention to here because I don't think we get to all these things if people aren't broken and hurting and we can't save the world, but like it can help. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, uh, even a text, you know, it's so funny. Like I'll do this. Like I'll think of somebody that I haven't spoken to in forever and I'll text them. Yeah. And not only does it, I do, I know based on their response, like the joy that it brings to them it makes me feel really good. That's what I'm saying. You know, like it just like, wow, to reconnect with somebody over like just a random thought, or you see something that reminds you of somebody like Mm -hmm. it's, it's pretty amazing. Like as a human race, we are more connected now than we've ever been yet disconnected. I totally agree. We have the technology to be connected, but we're completely disconnected. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's get off our soapbox. I feel like I could go on and on about this all day, but I just hope that you guys are doing okay and taking care of yourself through this because I know it can be really overwhelming and 
uh, the helpless feelings and hopeless feelings are really real. So guard your heart. And uh, Chip and I are here if you need us. We're here, yeah. Um, let's talk about Below Deck. Let's 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 light the people's Fridays up a little all bit. Right. <laughs> we got a message that said, one, yes. If you look, first of all, let me go back. Chip went on a boat trip without me a couple of years ago. <laughs> and they the big thing was they got a casting director reaching out to them, asking if they wanted to be, the, the group that went on this boat wanted to be, uh, was it guest on the show Below yeah. Deck? Yeah. And so you were telling that story recently on the podcast, debating whether or not you guys should go on it. I said, personally, my reality TV days, the, the shoes have been hung up. Unless I'm an executive producer. Right. You were you were serious, though. You thought it could be kind of fun. So this is what one of the listeners said back. One, uh, yes, you and Chip need to go on below deck, but the tips are usually like 20K. So if you can do that, go. Did you know that, Chip? No. Because you were like, all you're responsible for is tipping the staff. Um, no, I had no idea. I'm not going. Okay. <laughs> so thank you. You just solved that issue for us. $20,000? So no well, I mean... That, you're you're paying twenty thousand dollars to go on a, a reality show and not even be featured. Like, what is the point? Yeah, no. I mean, you can rent a yacht for twenty thousand dollars. Right. Why wouldn't you just do that? Yeah. Okay. So, buy below deck. We're done with buy you. Buy below deck. Yeah. Uh, the second point she said was when I was in college, like junior year, my friend and I went to visit my boyfriend who was from Long Island, so seven hour drive from Rochester, New York. This was circa two thousand three. He lived with his mom and stepdad and he was going to run the train station to run to the train station to pick up our other college friend and we're like oh my god finally we can go to the bathroom my friend goes then i go then i then have one oh they have one bathroom i flush and the water comes into the toilet and continues to rise and literally right to the brim of the bowl i'm like sweating like oh my effing god and had to go to the living room where his mom stepdad and grandma were and say uh robin i think the toilet is plugged then my boyfriend came back and said we had dino dumps this me this might beat chips never have i ever story so a couple weeks ago on never have i ever the question was have you ever clogged the toilet in someone else's house <laughs> oh, god. she did this is that's embarrassing with a boyfriend you and your friend clog the toilet like a new boyfriend is how i would imagine that and he called her out for a dino dump a dino dump that sounds like a sweet kill oh my god <laughs> Um, I got a lot of messages from you guys about the episode I did this month with Jaguar Heart. It was probably one of my most favorite episodes I ever did. He was so great to talk to, so informative. I love the work he's doing. He's from Australia, um, so he's fun to listen to, too. He has a cute accent. But he really shifted some stuff for me. And this girl, we, I will talk through, we went through an exercise where he made me kind of um, address some of my core wounding around attachment. And we got to the bottom of what it is that I was feeling and it was just not safe, which sounds really simple, but the way that he did it resonated in my body in such a different way. And I had this huge physical release. It was crazy. But anyway, it's all on the podcast if you guys want to go listen. Um, Eva asked, do you, oh, she said, do you record videos of your calls? I do. And if this is something that you guys would be interested in, email me at kelly at velvetsedge.com. Um, I've had a couple people ask about this and I think you just go about it by putting stuff up on YouTube, which I haven't really thought about, but all of these podcasts are recorded like video wise. So it is something that I could do if people would watch. I don't want to spend time doing it if it's not something that's of interest to you guys. So Send me messages or email me and let me know if that's of interest. Um, he would be an actually really great one because you could physically watch what was happening. You're going to have to do your glam though. Oh, rude. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's looking at me right now. Listen, I've been in this outfit all day. This is like some, somewhat like pajama-like. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, mean, I haven't brushed my hair. I did fair. brush my teeth. No makeup, go. though. Yeah. yeah, you're gonna have to do your glam raid. Well, I just know. Well, I know that you would be like, I'm not putting this up. I know. I did have that conversation though. Um, the podcast that goes up next week with Melody Godfrey, we were both like, "Oh, we look like shit," and the podcast is about self love. So, like, <laughs> we were like something here feels feels weird, and because we had said maybe we wouldn't post that video because we look like shit. But maybe we should because we're loving ourselves. Yes. I don't know, y'all. You know, I'm a work in progress on that one. Um, 
Have you reflected on your convo with Jaguar thoughts and comments on it? I have. And actually, after we got off the call, he gave me um, a tangible mantra. And the really cool thing about him is he's a linguistic. Uh, I can't remember the other word. It was it's a very like the physiologist or something. I don't know. It's that's not even it. But you guys know because I said it in the last one. Um, but basically, the, he talks about the importance of words. And so a lot of times when we do mantras, like you would, Chip, what would you think the opposite of I'm not safe would be? I'm in danger. No. <laughs> the, the opposite, opposite of I'm not safe? The opposite. Oh, oh I am safe. Sorry. <laughs> God. Oh, God. I'm dense. I'm not safe. I'm in danger. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I I'm can't dead. stop laughing. <laughs> I am in danger. That's a synonym. Oh, yeah. I said the opposite. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Anyway, so for everyone listening that got I am safe accurately, uh, next time I won't ask you, I'll just continue okay. on myself. Um, <laughs> he actually told me that that is not the right mantra to say to yourself. So like if you were saying I'm not safe in your head, that's the like the narrative you're trying to get rid of. You wouldn't say to yourself as a new mantra, I am safe because that actually communicates to our body that at some point we weren't safe. So he has me doing a mantra that says I'm not not safe. It's like the double negative. And so it cancels it out because it means that I've always been safe. Like even when I've been in relationships or situations that maybe weren't safe for me, I still made a decision to end the relationship, to get out of that situation, to make a different move. And so at 39 years old, what he told me is he's like, and you're safe, right? And I was like, oh, yeah. But there have been things that have crept up since we had that conversation. And so the mantra I repeat to myself is I'm not not safe. So if you have, yeah, if you know what the messaging is inside internally that you're trying to shift, um, try the not, not like I'm not, not, what would yours be, Chev? I was trying to think of one (laughs) in danger. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not, not in danger. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Good one. Um, this girl said sunglasses. This is a style question. She said sunglasses that are in style for men. It's patio season, baby. And I don't know what to get my husband. Chip, do you want to jump in on this one? Um, I'm really bad about sunglasses because I buy cheap ones. Because um, you have high cheekbones? No, I buy cheap ones. But like, look, oh. a, Ray- a Ray-Ban <laughs> is always a class. Like, the thing is, is sunglasses can be tricky because people are very particular about how things look on their face. But... Mm-hmm. I've never met a, 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 an, a Ray-Ban aviator that doesn't look good on somebody. I could not agree more, yeah. but I will, I will say this, like from the stylist in me perspective, it's, it is really difficult to buy sunglasses for other people because everyone's face shape is different. So without right. seeing your husband, I can't really make a recommendation because we don't know what his face looks like. And that's a good sunglass fits your face right. My go-to is also an aviator. I think it's the hottest thing on guys. Mm-hmm. And Ray-Ban probably makes the best one. That's the, the most one. affordable. So yeah. that's our answer. Um, how do you balance being happy, single, and wanting a relationship? Happy, single, and wanting one. Yes. You're not not in danger. <laughs> you're not? <laughs> I'm, I'm not not single. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not not going to die alone. Yeah. Um, oh, there you go. That's a good one. Um, how do you balance it? I mean, I, my, for me, it's not that I don't want a relationship. It's that I'm not putting any energy into it. I think if the right person came along, I'm open mm-hmm. to I'm trying to be open to it. Okay. Um, and I, I don't know that this is necessarily the healthiest answer, but I do stay really busy. I also surround myself with people that I love being around. So it's like, I don't feel alone because I've got great friends. Um, mm. So, I mean, I guess that's kind of how I balance it. It's like, I'm, I'm not upset that I'm single. I've, I have a pretty great life. Yeah. Um, but I also would like to be in a relationship. So, I, I, I mean, I think the easiest thing to do is not beat yourself up about it. Don't yeah. force it. 
um, you have to remind yourself that you're not, not single. Like you're not, not single. Yeah. You know, you're not, like not single because you're not, not alone. You are always, yeah. You're not, not alone. You you're in a relationship with yourself at all times. Yeah. Um, and the truth is, is like, I know that I still have work to do on myself and that's really my, that's what holds me back the most is like mm-hmm. knowing that I need to do that. And, um, and I know historically when I have like started relationships or been more open to dating, like it's cause it's like, I was feeling myself more and not just like, and I, it's not necessarily because I thought I looked better or anything. It's like, I was just feeling myself in general. Um, and, you know, I think we all go through these seasons of our lives where like we recognize we need to do a little bit more work and it's, you have to arrive at the relationship in the best shape you know both physically and mentally as possible so that you can you know give your best self yeah i really like that answer yeah are you still searching for your perfect place to call home well now is the time to buy at fisher homes if you're looking to move in before the end of 2024 may could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end if you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-errands pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't try distracted Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation, compatible device and vehicle required. I mean, I think another thing, and I've talked about this a little bit, is um, one of the things, like, you know, I've been not dating, and I've actually become really content in that, and I actually didn't think that I would. I had this, like, panic, sort of like, oh, God, my, my last relationship was ending, and I didn't, I didn't want to be single. I didn't really want to, like, have to go through a breakup or whatever, but it just wasn't working, and so I did, and... Um, it was really took me a minute to adjust to like single life again. But one of the things that really helped me was to date myself, which sounds so cheesy. (laughs) But it's like, if you give yourself the things that you want from a relationship, like you want to go to the movies, well, go to the movies. Like, I think that is part of the, the problem with single life. A lot of times is we stop doing the things that we love, or we don't do the things we want to do that we do in relationships. And so you do feel this like deprivation. Like I would find myself like, I like to cook at home and like have a nice meal and um, get, you know, like get a new recipe and try something different. And I wouldn't do it that much when I was by myself because you're like cooking for one person and it just sort of feels like a waste sometimes. But I was like, wait, I need to do that still. Like I used to like to drink a glass of wine or whatever. So I'll get like a non-alcoholic bottle of wine and I'll like make my meal and have my music on and light the candles and um, dance around or whatever. And if I have leftovers, I just eat them for the next day. Like, and so I'm still doing the activities that I love when I'm in a relationship or the reasons that I love to be in a relationship. And so you don't really feel the deprivation as much as in the, the panic, you know? And I think it's like what you said where it's like, And then if you're giving yourself all these things, you don't have this like desperation for the relationship. And so then when someone does come into your life, it just flows a little more fluidly or um, you're not like, oh my God, I have to find a guy. And so you're making bad decisions to get in a relationship versus seeing if you're really truly compatible with somebody. Right, right. So that's our tip. Date yourself. Date yourself. Um. Okay, so this is another question. Because I posted about the psilocybin thing, a lot of people messaged me asking for t- 
just information about that journey. And um, I'll just try to keep it kind of brief, but it was a really interesting experience. Like you come in, you drink a drink with your shaman. And I mean, I was pretty out pretty fast. (laughs) Like basically I went to lay down and within 10 minutes, I like got into the trip. But basically what he did was he has a playlist and it's this like completely crafted playlist based off of all this research from Johns Hopkins about what triggers the mind into these different places. And so you have the headphones on, he starts the playlist, you have an eye mask and you just lay down. And it, it was crazy because it's like, you're there, like you're present, but you're going on a journey of your life, basically. Like it was like watching a movie of different parts of my life. And then every time the song would change, it would take me to a different thing. And like, I didn't know who was going to pop in. Like a lot of people from my life popped in a lot of past experiences. I was really nervous before that it was going to be painful and like bring up a lot of old trauma or anything that was unresolved that I hadn't dealt with. And I was scared like that that would be really hard or scary i did apparently cry for the whole first half of it um but i I never felt sad it was really weird i didn't feel sad but i was crying i felt like it was like a release like my body needed to release from certain experiences and let go of even certain people um from my past but again like i said it was all done with such love that it wasn't like sad it was just like oh i just need to let them go now like thank you next kind of vibe you know and like sending them off lovingly to live their life and know that i didn't want them in mine anymore or whatever it was i didn't want them on this journey with me and then i would bounce the song would change and i would bounce somewhere else and it was so interesting like the way that it ended was where in where the playlist ended um it was a lot of like beatles songs and just songs about love uh and i remember like when i kind of was coming to feeling literally like my heart could explode with love do you remember me texting you yeah (laughs) yeah i don't remember what i said specifically but i was sitting in my backyard under this big tree that i have and all the leaves looked awesome by the way oh i bet you could see him breathing. Yeah. I was just like, Oh my God, this is so beautiful. Um, and I texted, it was you and two other of our friends. And I, cause somebody had asked me how it was. And I was just like, you guys, I literally have to tell y'all, I love you so much. Like my heart could explode with how much I love all of you guys. And, and that was just what I felt was just like, I just wanted to love. I mean, God, does a whole country need to start taking psilocybin? Probably. <laughs> would you ever do that? Would you ever do a journey with a shaman? Yeah. Yeah, I would love to. Um, yeah, sign me up. Okay. <laughs> I know what I'm getting you for your birthday. <laughs> Give me his digits. <laughs> um, what yeah. if I did it and we recorded it and played it? <laughs> no, oh, my God. I'm not, pro- I'm not promising that to anybody. No, don't promise that. But also, like, there's a part of me that's like, this could change the world. (laughs) I I just feel like, I don't know, these flower essences that I'm doing are a very, very, very muted version of this. Um, But it's interesting. Like, I really do buy into plant medicine. That's I'm a big supporter. And especially if you're doing it in a guided place, like, you know, in a that's like it's like such a spiritual experience. I don't know how else to say it. Um, but yeah, I'm going to have the girl who creates my flower essences on in a couple of weeks so she can kind of talk you guys through that because it's, you know, it's a very muted version, like I said, but it can bring up certain traumas that we need to heal still, certain messaging we need to let go of. And it also just like can reset our bodies into this high capacity for what we're truly here for, which I believe is love. So there you go. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I think too, it's like those things like really push your ego aside and let you just kind of be present. Oh, it's, really, to it's that. just really nice. You know, it's yeah. like, um, you know, sometimes we just need a vacation from literally life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, the grind and it, it. Well, just lets... remembering what's important to, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Um, the other ones that I have are, um, mostly just about how things resonated with you guys. And so I'm actually not going to read those today 
I do really appreciate them personally and always keep them coming. I love hearing about your experiences. I know there's been a couple times that I've been really open about like past relationships recently and a lot of people were sending me their stories that related and I can't tell you guys how much that helps me. Like speaking of human connection, it's just like knowing that anything I'm saying is actually resonating or you're you've been through the same thing. Like it's just that that piece of human connection that I think we all need. Um, oh, there was one more. Okay, let me, well, we, we probably need to go. I'm going to save this one for the next time. Um, but it's about basically how, I've talked a little bit about the word love addiction, which I hate, but codependency, love addiction, all of that stuff, how it affected my friendships. And actually, Chip, I might get you to speak on this too because you witnessed a lot of it and were probably affected by some of the things that were happening for me in the last couple of years. And so we'll talk about that next time. Um, I'm not forgetting about you. Uh, next time on a very special <laughs> The Edge. It sounds like, like a lifetime special. I know. It's, no, it's like Blossom. <laughs> Remember next week oh, on a very yeah. special Blossom. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, next time on a very special episode of The, the Edge. Edge. Um, Okay, I really do hope you guys are out there taking care of yourselves a little bit and just really being kind to one another and being kind to yourself because it is very hard out there right now and we're all just doing the best we can. So spread a little love, give a little smile. And as you go into your weekend and you are living on the edge, I hope you guys always remember to act casual. Bye. Bye. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.